Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Making More Money for You show. I'm your host, Magnus Carter. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I have a couple of quick things I want to go over with you guys. You know, this is my eighth after the first month of being on live radio at Voice America. I have had over 1,500 listens, and it's thanks to you guys. Thank you very much for On Demand, for being with me live. You know, it's been great doing this, and I look forward to doing the, doing more episodes with great content with my guests and with myself. So last week, speaking of content, last week we uh, had a show about investing in your mind. Uh, it mainly talked about going to college is one of the main ways of investing in your mind with uh, Mr. Steve Hassinger. But just to reiterate, it doesn't have to be college to invest in your mind. It can be anything you decide to actually put time into that you want to learn. So there's many opportunities out there. Uh, find which, which one is right for you. And uh, that which brings me to my, uh, my guest today. He's a very special person. Uh, that has been part of my journey along the publishing realm into uh, also, and I'm welcome to have him here, very special to have him here, is Mr. A.J. Duquette. Uh, A.J., thank you for being on the show. Jacob, it's uh, great to be here with you on Voice America. Yes. Wow, uh, I feel like I've really finally hit the big time here. <laughs> that is right. You Voice are actually America, streaming. Maybe, um, are, we, do we, are we supposed to open with the, uh, the national anthem? <laughs> no, no national the, uh, anthem here because we are actually yeah. worldwide. Uh, we are streaming all over the world, and we are also streaming uh, our voice on demand. People will actually get to hear us on six different wow. platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, uh, also um, Amazon Prime Music. Are you trying to make me nervous? Because uh, it's working. No, there's no need to be nervous. Oh. We're just having a great conversation here. Just amongst uh, friends, huh? Just amongst friends. Uh, we okay. have some great content. Uh, I, I like bringing value to my my listeners and whatnot, because in these times of economic of uncertainty, definitely, we're all trying to make more money for ourselves. And for sure. a, a lot of things that we're actually doing is finding other ways to do it that are easily overlooked. One episode that we had was turning your extra rooms into uh, Airbnb rooms. Oh. So they actually make their money. Last week was investing in your mind. Does the more knowledge you have, the more you can actually apply yourself and go from there. So in your line of work, what we're actually going to be doing is talking about making money. And what that is, what I mean by that, everyone, is AJ is actually a voiceover recording artist. He does narrations. He does commercials. AJ, what else do you do besides those two items? You know, oh boy, that's uh, that's really just kind of skimming the surface. There, you're right. There's uh, there's a lot that goes into being a voiceover artist. Uh, I I have actually been doing it for uh, about 20 years, a little over 20 years now, um, uh, on a part time basis for most of that, until I uh, decided to take it to a, a full time thing uh, about a year and a half ago. I, I made that jump. Uh, before then, I was just kind of doing, I, you know, I had a few clients I would do. It was just kind of a side hustle. I was actually a, a radio broadcaster for 20 years. Uh, I was a, a program director, music director, uh, morning show host. I, I did it all. And so 
you know, that was my, that was my gig. That was my career for the longest time. And, you know, I remember thinking about how, wow, it must be really cool seeing these, these entrepreneurs, you know, doing their own thing, having their own business, you know, the freedom that comes with that, uh, the, the unlimited opportunity that comes with that. Uh, you know, of course, if you're working in a job like I had, you're kind of stuck with the same pay, um, uh, every week, unless of course, you know, well, there's the salespeople, you know, they made commissions and things like that. Um, but you know, for the most part, uh, aside from, you know, different like kind of bonuses or things like that, I was pretty much stuck where I was, uh, unless of course there's the, you know, the annual raises, but if you ever want to really make a significant jump, you would really have to, um, you know, go to another station, go to another market if you wanted a, a jump in salary like that. So um, I always kind of thought in the back of my mind that, you know, boy, it would be really cool to be an entrepreneur like that, um, have, have my own business. But I always kind of had this nagging thought in the back of my head that, oh, I couldn't do that. You know, a lot of us have that just for the fact that it's uncertainty that you, you know, you had a paycheck, right? You had, yeah. you had your paycheck from your employer, but as you're saying, the uncertainty of it, if. Well, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it is scary. That's, that's one of the things about having your own business is that generally speaking, uh, at least in my position, you really don't know what you're going to make next month. You really don't know what you're going to make next week. I mean, you have, you have a hunch, you know, you follow your own trends, um, but there, there are really no guarantees. And I'll say it's a, it's a lot different than, than I thought it was. Now, to go back to your original question about, you know, voiceover, like what is, what does a voiceover artist do? Um, the thing that I had been doing mostly for um, the time that I had been doing this on the side was uh, radio commercials, TV commercials. And uh, that was, that was pretty much it. I sort of, figured that that's what it was going to be like when I went full-time is just more of that. Uh, but I soon found out after I went full-time as a voiceover artist that there are so many more voiceover categories. And in fact, TV commercials, radio commercials, they're only a very small piece of the pie when it comes to my voiceover pie. Um, some of the other things that I do besides, um, broadcast commercials, e-learning has exploded. And that is one of my biggest categories. Um, I, I think that it had been picking up quite a bit over the years, but especially since the pandemic, uh, a lot of people, you know, wanting to have the option to, to do things from home and e-learning is, is one of those things. And there's just such high demand for e-learning voiceover. Um, it's, it's one of my biggest, if not my biggest um, voiceover categories. It's also a category called explainer videos, which you will see a lot online. Um, okay. I guess you can kind of compare that to a commercial in a sense. It's basically a video that is explaining your product or service. And you'll see those a lot on a company's homepage, uh, on their YouTube page, maybe in uh, advertisements and social media that they do. So explainer videos have definitely become huge as of late as well. Uh, what else is there? There's, um, it's called IVR. Basically it's okay. phone messages. So yeah, 
Everybody uh, loves those phone messages. Yeah. Press, press two for, you know, we hang up and we will call you back. Hello, you've reached on. the offices of Magnus Carter. <laughs> exactly. Press one for English. Um, and and so so there's yeah there's definitely still a lot of demand for that. Uh, corporate narration. A lot of this stuff that I'm talking about is actually non-broadcast. Okay. The broadcast stuff is is cool you got the bragging rights you'd be like you know i mean i did a, a commercial earlier this year for the boston celtics uh you know i'm from new england and so i get to say to all my friends hey watch tv you're gonna see me you know talking about the celtics and it's like it's quick and everybody reached out to me they're like oh he's like, i i did something for uh for netflix um for a netflix documentary recently got had a, like everybody i knew watched it it was pretty cool um but a lot of the stuff I do never really sees the light of day besides its intended audience, which is, you know, strictly internal. Um, so the, the bulk of my work is that there are some other tertiary categories, um, you know, real estate video narration uh, could be one of them. And uh, let's see what else. I mean, you know, website narration and then of course there's the audiobooks which is how uh you and i connected uh, absolutely yeah absolutely and if you haven't noticed by now by listening to this on amazon i have aj duquette narrate my books the making more money for you mutual fund investing for beginners and the decrypting cryptocurrency writing the data path to financial freedom so if you haven't heard them and you don't know where it was it could have been from there yeah, for sure. And those were those were a lot of fun uh, to do. And I'll, I'll tell you, there there are a lot of uh, voiceover artists who consider themselves strictly audiobook narrators. You know, they they dedicate their craft to that specific category. And then there are people like me who who dabble, I guess you could okay. say. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think a year and a half ago, I was still trying to figure out exactly what my lane was in voiceover and and i've done mm, maybe 15 audiobooks or so and it's really you know for me i want to make sure if i'm going to make the commitment to do an audiobook that the, the topic is going to be something that's going to really grab me right because the value i see in doing an audiobook is you know kind of being able to get an education on something as i'm working and that's sort of what happened when I did your books. I, you know, saw the titles, read the, you know, read, read them. And, and boy, I was like, wow, this is something that I, I could really find, you know, useful for myself personally. So, you know, why not get an education while I'm, while I'm doing the work? See, you're also, you're getting paid for it. You're investing in your mind. You're being present in the mind that you're doing. So you're actually doing everything all at once. Uh, and you're not even realizing it. But before we go any further, AJ, how did you get into radio? You know, take us back 20 years. You know, give us a little story about how you actually did this because there might be some listeners out there right now that are actually thinking about doing this, hmm. but honestly don't know how to. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting because I always kind of had this fascination with radio. And it was really, it was in the back of my head for, for quite a long time. 
after school, I kind of, you know, dabbled in a few, you know, side jobs. It didn't really, you know, uh, amount to a career per se. And I was still kind of exploring, you know, okay. and, and then it just kind of went back to radio. I was like, you know what, maybe I should really go after this thing. Maybe I should do it. So, you know, I did, I did my homework. I, you know, looked into, you know, well, where do I, where do I get a start? And I, I found, um, I found some, some listings online for, uh, for radio jobs. Unfortunately, it seemed like every ad that I saw for a radio job said experience required. And so I was like, well, <laughs> how am I ever going to get experience if every single job is experience required, you know? So I, I got the idea and I talked to a few, you know, I, I chatted with a few people that were already in the business to mm-hmm. kind of get some hints. And, and I guess the suggestion I got was to maybe try to target, target a, a smaller station. Okay. And, and where I lived, I, I um, grew up and spent, uh, you know, probably the first more than half of my life in New Hampshire and uh, a pretty smallish kind of city. So there was a smallish radio station in that smallish city. There was an AM radio station. And uh, I think it probably it had very small listenership at the time. And it was, it was perfect for me to, to get my feet wet, even though it was news talk, you know, I wanted to be on a, like, I want to be a, on a rock station. I want to be a shock jock. I want to play cool music. Of course, but, we all want to hear hear that. Uh, yeah, commercials all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with this station, it wasn't really the format that I was after. You know, it was it was very dry news talk, and not something that I would listen to personally. But I knew that that was going to be my in uh, to start my broadcast career. So I. Um, I contacted them. They said, well, it turns out we actually do have a, 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 a part-time position open. And uh, why don't you come in for an interview? Came in for the interview with um, a couple of fellows, uh, Bob Lippman and Bruce Lavoie. Remember those guys well. Uh, they, were, they were great. They were really nice. I thought the interview went fantastic. I walked out of there thinking, man, I nailed it. I killed it. Those guys, those guys love me. I, I got this in the bag. So days go by, uh, a week goes by, two weeks go by. After I think about three weeks and I had been thinking like, ah, I, I don't know, man. I thought I nailed that thing, but apparently not. Then I thought, you know what? I should just like, I should just reach out to them and follow up and be like, you know, hey, you know, thanks for the opportunity if you made a decision on the position. So I reached out. Uh, one of them says to me, uh, Bruce, who I contacted, he said, I got him so glad that you reached out to me. I, I lost your contact information. Oh, no. Can you start tomorrow? Well, wow. <laughs> and I said, sure. So that was a lesson to me that I will never forget that you know the follow-up mm-hmm. is vital when it comes to a job hunt and that also that applies to many other things in life as well you know you get a check in you get a follow-up because i'll tell you fast forward several years uh when i was the big boss you know when i was the guy in charge of hiring people 
and I would, you know, post a job and um, I would interview people and none of them followed up. And I'm like, really guys are, you're missing an opportunity. You know, I would, I would sort, sometimes I would, I would like wait just to see, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've been in both, both uh, situations as you were, you know, it's, do you want to commit to actually do the work? Will you show up to the, yeah. will you put great, will you do quality work if you do show up? You know, mm-hmm. it's that this is just one aspect of it, but it applies everywhere in life. Like you're saying. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's and, 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 and it, it certainly applies to me now where I'm, I'm doing marketing for my voiceover business and I, I have to directly reach out and, and cold call and cold email people um, on a regular basis. And uh, a lot, you know, I, I mean, people never, people hardly ever respond on the first ping. I mean, you've got to, oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's usually the second or the third, but you'd be surprised how many people don't even bother with that, with that follow-up or with that second follow-up or, or third follow-up. Um, but it's, it's absolutely key, uh, especially when it comes to marketing. Oh, I agree. It's no different in uh, being an author trying to get reviews for your book. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like, okay, you asked me for a copy of the book. Okay. I'll gladly give you the copy to, to review it, you know, to read it and whatnot, but please give me some feedback because if I don't get the feedback from the reader, I don't know if I'm doing the right job, if I'm missing something out or yeah. I need to add something. Uh, you know, that's key for, for myself and whatnot, and especially it's translating also into the radio station here, the, the radio show here for myself is because as I see the numbers, as you know, in broadcasting, you see the numbers go up, you see the numbers go down, how many listens here, how, where, wherever, you yeah. know, it makes me make sure the content that I'm delivering is what the listener wants mm-hmm. and making sure their needs are met. And there's, I'm looking to help give knowledge so they can help take that knowledge and fix their issues, whatever issue it is or and whatnot. And you're offering a service on top of that. It, people get lost track of time and, uh, everybody loves our spam folders because everything goes to spam and you never look for it and it gets lost. Yeah. It's, it's so true. I mean, you really do have to be able to add value. Um, and now more than ever, people's attention is being pulled in a hundred different directions. And uh, if you don't hear back from somebody right away, you can't take it personal because that's just, I mean, think about, I mean, we can all think about how we operate on a day-to-day basis and all of the things that are trying to pull our attention and, you know, thinking specifically about email and, Mm -hmm. and how long do you look at an email before you decide whether or not you're going to delete it? Probably a second, less than a second, you know, it's. Actually, our attention span used to be 45 seconds. Once the (laughs) internet and the speeds in the internet increased, yeah. it is now about 10 to 15 seconds that yeah. you have to have that person either say yes or no. And if it's slow, slower than your, that time frame, it's a no. Yeah. And if you actually make that time and they find something else wrong, it's still a no. So you have to get that, not really a hook, but you need to get the attention of it. It's like, okay, well, I'll give it another five seconds. 10 seconds later, it's like still right. listening. And an hour later, you, you listen to the whole show. It's like, I, I see that all over the place. 
Well, um, and it, I mean, the, and the thing with with radio specifically, it's you know, it it might even be less than that, especially with people that are listening in the car, right. because they've you know they get the buttons right there at their fingertips, mm-hmm. and you know that's something I learned early on in radio and and continued to keep in the forefront of of my thought process was that you know you've got to as soon as you start your break you got to open with something very compelling right or they're just going to be like next you know and, and you got to you got to work uh to keep them uh every second every second counts especially in this i have been finding out uh every second of dead air is a, a wasted opportunity yeah <laughs> it is it is so as you're saying the keeping the quality of the content, get, keeping the interest uh, of the listener. I've been finding more and more as I'm going through this and I'm, I'm used to being on your site of being yeah. the, the interviewee. And I'm sure this feels weird for you being interviewed while you're always, when you're the one usually doing either. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever actually been interviewed. I've done, <laughs> I've done hundreds of interviews right. in my life. Um, and I've, and I've always carried that pressure to, you know, to be the one to keep it moving in the right direction, keep it compelling. But it was, it was interesting thinking about this and going into this. It's like, well, that's not my job this time. <laughs> no, no pressure at all for me. It's especially when it came to, to picking a narrator, you know, as writing the books, I went through at least a hundred minimum, a hundred narrators, wow. hundred narrator things before I decided on, on you as a narrator, no wow. joke. And it had to take, as you know, uh, as if you're going into narration, you need to have like four or five different samples of different reading styles to figure out how you want to attract your, your listener. Mm-hmm. So, and how you want the tone of your book to be or whatever you want or the commercial or whatever you're working on. So I actually had to go through, I narrowed it down to 10 people. You were definitely on, you know, you were in the top five. Wow. I'm not going to lie. You were in the top five. I got it narrowed it down. And the item, you know, I listened on my computer, my computer. I listened to it on my laptop. I listened on my phone, but the deciding factor was I listened to it in my car, my car stereo. Ah, okay. Because I and knew. smart. It has to be because you don't know where the person's going to be listening, especially right now. Somebody could be r- running right now with a pair of ear- earbuds in or uh, uh, Dr. Dre's, you know, w- beats, w- whatever it is, yeah. you know, or DL Cheapo, Kmart ones. Well, not Kmart, but Walmart uh, mm-hmm. things ordered driving in their car. Most people have stock stereos in their car. So yeah. I listen to both my cars. My one car I have set up for sound competition because I'm in the car audio highly that has like everything all tuned down. It's, it's, it's made for sound quality. Wow. Like your recording studio. Yeah. And the other one is my normal da- daily driver. So I had, so for me to actually narrow it down and picked your voice to do that, I listened to it all through those mediums. Wow. That's, I mean, wow. That, that blows my mind. And, and you and I hadn't really talked about this before. No. And so to hear that now it's, uh, you know, it's certainly humbling. Um, when when you're in my shoes you're auditioning for things every day and right. 
really the mindset that you have to carry day in and day out is you do an audition and you send it and you forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, right. you can't dwell on, Oh, I really hope I get this one. Or I really hope I get that one because you just have to keep moving forward. And it, because you can't, you can never be like, Oh, you know, if for that one, if I had it done this differently, it's not, nah, that's please. I usually crank out between 20 and 30 auditions every single day. And you know, that mindset is key to be able to do it in that sort of volume, um, which kind of brings me to another point when you're talking about auditions. Uh, out of those 20 or 30 auditions, I will do in a day. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be lucky if I land one of those. Okay. So, you know, something that I had to learn very early on is, um, is, is dealing with rejection and, and not taking it personal. You know, that's, yes. it, it, it's key. And I, I remember, you know, back in my radio days, there would be the, the sales side of things. And I'd be like, ah, I could never be a salesman. You know, they get, to- they get told no, uh, you know, 90 out of a hundred times, uh, you, you know, with, with people that they, they talk to and, you know, the salespeople would just be like, hey, you just get used to it. I, I'm like, nah, I never could. But here I am now. That's right. what I'm doing. And you have to you have to realize in in my business or or in any business similar to it that just because you didn't get the job doesn't mean that you're not great at what you do. Um, you know, they they may have been looking for um a pepperoni pizza, but you're a pineapple pizza. Doesn't mean you're not a really good pineapple pizza. It's just you're not the pizza they were looking for, you know? Exactly. But what you're saying that is that person might know somebody that wants the pineapple pizza. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. You never know who's listening, who's not listening, mm-hmm. or who actually knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's really it's just all about volume. And I think that with any sort of, uh, you know, entrepreneurial business where you have a a product or service that you're offering and, you know, you got to put it out there. It's, it's really all about putting it out there uh, and getting as many eyeballs on it, or in my case, as many ears on it as possible and, uh, and, and see what happens because, you know, if you're, if you're a voiceover artist and you're doing five auditions a day, um, it's going to take you a while to gain traction. You know, you really have to do it in bulk. Uh, the numbers, the numbers are key. Okay. So numbers are key on that. Uh, you know, it's almost break time. So, uh, we're just going to wrap up a little wow. bit here and it, it, see, like I said, the flies time by. flies, especially when we're talking about great content, like what we're doing right now yeah. is we talked about, you know, some of your history that you started off at a very small job and you jumped around a little bit that, but that the no experience aspect of not being able to get a job didn't stop you. You found another way to do that. Mm. And, you know, and now you're actually your own bit, you know, you did the radio for so long. Uh, you're at, then you just transferred over to being your own boss and that's crazy. And that's what a lot of people are looking to do right now because they're tired of the nine to five. Yeah. They want, and also they want to actually have, an opportunity to make more money on the side for whatever they need. 
Exactly. You got to have faith in yourself. You got to, you got to make that jump. Yes. And right now, folks, I thank you for listening at the moment. We got to take a break. I have my guest, AJ Duquette, narrator, voiceover artist, narrator of the make making more money for you series. That's located on audible uh, is actually out there. And we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk some more with AJ. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You are listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't tuned in to the first part, you missed a really great part with my guest, A.J. Duquette, myself. We're actually talking about how to make money by talking, which is kind of weird and kind of strange all at the same time. But AJ Duquette is actually a voiceover artist that does narrations. He does commercials. He does promos and Netflix things and all these other things by using his voice and working for himself doing it. Uh, not only did he do those items, he is actually the narrator for the Making More Money for You series books that I have written. So if you have a chance, Go check them out. They're on Amazon. They're on Audible, and also all over the all over the internet. If you just search "making more money for you," well, AJ, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, Jake, uh, great first segment. In fact, I, I just got word that um, that the first half of this episode so far, this is uh, the most listened to show ever on Voice America. Did you know that? No, I didn't know it's, that at all. It's amazing. That's I mean, that's crazy. You know, you, you told me that the, sh the show was doing well, but I didn't realize it. 1.7 million listeners. This is crazy. Wow. As, uh, I'm just kidding. Been I know. <laughs> well, we're not actually kidding about things. We are actually over 1,500 streams and live listenings. That's awesome. So from one month of my guests and great content and the ability to be on Voice America, 
you know, and my listeners, without you guys out there listening and wanting to make more money for yourselves, wouldn't be here. So it, it's wonderful. And, you know, we talked about getting yourself set up from your transition from like a radio show host, from a small talk show to bigger stations and then going yeah. into yourself and, and uh, also the expansion that you're doing. You're not only just doing narration, you're not doing just uh, uh, what e-learning, e-learning is a big thing that you're doing and those mm -hmm. website document um, descriptions and whatnot. How do you do the, all this stuff? Where do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because like I sort of alluded to in the first segment, uh, being a full-time voice actor is very different from what I expected it would be. Um, again, I thought I was just going to have, you know, one source of, of revenue. You know, I would get TV and commercials, TV and radio commercials from, you know, a handful of people I knew, and that was going to be it, you know, but it's, uh, it's not that at all. Uh, just like as in any other business uh, and as an investor, you're probably familiar with this Magnus that you need to diversify. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, so that's something that I learned very early on. And that is um, it's a, it's a direct side-by-side -side comparison there that you can, you can compare, you know, investing with, um, with business is that you have to diversify your interests and, and I, I try to never have more than 20% of my revenue coming from one particular service or okay. one particular source. Um, I think that's a good habit because, I mean, like they say in, in business diversification, you, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket because if, you know, for some reason I'm getting all my money from this particular source and then all of a sudden that goes away, then I'm kind of screwed. So if, but if I'm well diversified, then, you know, I don't have to worry about that so much. Speaking of being diversified, what are the three, you know, there's so many categories like yours, you know, you're blowing my mind out there. I didn't realize <laughs> there's so many categories and subcategories out there. What categories do you find yourself most entertained to take a position for? Yeah, I think, um, I think e-learning is a lot of fun. Uh, as I was saying with, with audiobooks, um, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to get an education while you're working. And that okay. certainly happens with audiobooks. Uh, and that certainly happens with, with e-learning as well. And, you know, depending on the topic, you know, I could, I could, <laughs> I could tell you all about everything that you need to do to take apart and put together a Kirby vacuum cleaner because I did an hour long e-learning on for Kirby on that. Now, is that something I brag about a lot? No, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, it's not as sexy as, uh, as some of my other gigs, like my, my Netflix gig, but um, it's, you know, it's just, it's one of the many different jobs that I've done. And this, this job just takes me, takes me down so many different roads to so many different places. And, you know, who knows what I'll be doing next week or, or next month. So absolutely fun, especially after an episode like this, because I know a lot of authors are listening and a lot of people that may need your services are listening as well. Yeah, because, you know, businesses out there, they're, they're constantly looking for talent. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to get for or 
the person that they were using before is no longer there, you know, or they, they retired, they found something else, whatever the, the reasoning is for that. So, and that's one of the great things here is, you know, like you're saying, you don't know what's coming down. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen next? It could be the next, you could be the next uh, intro person for a DC movie or, you know, sure. anything. Yeah. Well, and, and you bring up a good point because, this will happen a lot where, you know, somebody is in a, a particular business that doesn't really need voiceover all that often, but all of a sudden they're in a position where they need voiceover. Let's take uh, audiobook narrators, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes what will happen is somebody will, will write a book and then it'll become, it'll come time where they're, you know, thinking about, well, maybe I should have an audiobook. Some uh, authors will say, Oh, I can do that. Why don't I just do that myself? You know, I have a pretty decent sounding voice. Why don't I save some money and, and do it myself? Well, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have a, a great sounding voice. Uh, probably, you know, maybe even as good as mine. I don't know. But here's the thing. You don't do this uh, on a regular basis. So one, do you have the equipment to do it? Um, two, do you have the time to do it? Because if you don't do this too often, you're going to have to learn um, uh, audio editing software. Uh, and you're going to find very quickly that it's going to take a lot of time for you to accomplish that. And that you would be much better off handing it off to somebody that actually does it for a living. Um, because that's another thing that um, you know we think about as entrepreneurs is, is sourcing. And it... For me, it, it's it's pretty simple. It, you know, if there's something that's going to cost me a hundred dollars to do, maybe I could do it, but how long is it going to take me to do it? You know, what is my time worth? What do I make, say, per hour on average? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's going to take me longer than that to do it myself, you know, then then it just makes more sense to hire somebody else that knows what they're doing when it comes to that. Uh, so that I can better focus my time on doing what I do best. Oh, exactly. And going through publishing an audio book is if you, I found out a couple of times from a couple of other authors, like you were saying, the quality wasn't there in their files and yeah, you know, the, the place, the website denied them and they had to actually go back and spend more time to re reread and re-record things. Mm. And once that happens, you got to make sure you have the right tone. You got the right speed. You have to have all that stuff. So it actually still fits with your book. Right. You know, right. I've, I've heard a couple audio books. I've heard quite a few audio books out there. Some were great. Some, uh, some narrators were questionable, but for, but it wasn't my type of um, what I was looking for, but what that person, that author was looking for, that's what they needed. So, yeah. You know, I think with, when it comes to voiceover with, the pandemic uh, and a lot of people, you know, stuck at home, you know, a lot of people kind of got it in their heads that, well, maybe, maybe voiceover is, is something that I should try. So then all of a sudden you had this, this huge influx of a lot of people just jumping in. And um, I'm sure like a lot of people did it the right way, but then a lot of people maybe not doing it the right way. And so then you've got, uh, you know, some voice actors out there who might not be so great because they didn't, they didn't do their homework 
and they didn't take the right path to success. So with that said, what sparks of wisdom do you have for people that are trying to do this? Hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, doll out wisdom uh, of the business all that often because, um, you know, I, 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 I consider myself to be fairly new to taking voiceover seriously. Right. Uh, like I said, really, you know, doing this full time for like a whole year and a half or so. I mean, besides the the part time side hustle experience mm-hmm. that I had, you know, before that. But I have learned a lot in the past year and a half. And I would say it really all starts with that is about doing your homework. Okay. And the easiest way to do that, I think, is um, listening to podcasts. You know, there are some really good podcasts out there for people who are interested in starting a career in voiceover. And, and if you're really passionate about it and you really want to invest the time into learning the craft, um, then you'll take the time, you know, maybe while you're driving or, you know, while you're cleaning the house or whatever to, to listen to some of these podcasts and, and get some insight because there are a hundred different ways to do this wrong. Okay. And can you can you elaborate on that a little bit? Just yeah. like one or two examples on that. Yeah. So um, a lot of people will jump in. They, they won't listen to podcasts. They won't seek advice. They'll just think that they can immediately get started with, um, you know, with a $50 microphone um, from Walmart and do it in the middle of their living room and you know, look, just because there are platforms out there like Fiverr, which really gives people the opportunity to have a platform to go out there and compete, you know, just because that is there, you know, do you really have the chops to to be able to do it? So I think that it all starts with getting a mentor, getting some coaching, uh, a lot of people starting out kind of balk at that. They're like, well, wait a minute. I get to, I get to do coaching. That means I have to spend money. You know, I already spent $50 on this microphone. Now I have to spend more. Well, yeah. I mean, coaches cost money because their time is valuable, but it's a, it's a business investment. I mean, all, all in when you're starting a voiceover business, you know, my recommendation is to start with some, some good equipment you know, your microphone doesn't have to be a thousand dollar microphone. You can get a decent microphone for probably two or 300 bucks. Um, investing in some coaching, which your coaching sessions can run anywhere between a hundred up to 300 bucks an hour. And you're going to need several hours. Uh, you're going to need some good uh, acoustical treatment for your recording space. It's very important. Because even if you have a really good high quality microphone, if you're not if you're not in the right space, it's gonna sound like crap. Yeah, you're gonna get that tin walls or exactly, the, you know, the bass and yeah, you know, get the reverb and all that stuff. I yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so all in, you know, you're you're looking at a minimum initial investment of you know maybe maybe a thousand bucks, maybe 2000 bucks. Some people would say all the way up to maybe 10 or $15,000, depending on, because then the other thing is that, you know, once you get your coaching down, you need a good uh, voiceover demo. 
Uh, and that is a significant investment as well, but that's something that's going to allow you the opportunity to go out and, and market. Um, so, so, you know, people balk at that. They're like, wow, that's, I, I don't have that kind of money laying around. Well, think about it this way. If you want to, um, if you, if you decide you want to become a mechanic, um, you're, you're going to have to start by investing in tools, right? You know, you can't just say, oh, I've got this, uh, you know, this little play wrench set and I'm going to start fixing cars now. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't work that way. So, you know, with, with most businesses, uh, there is an upfront investment that needs to be made. And I think once you, once you realize that and you listen to the right people and you're, you're willing to make those smart business investments to begin, um, it just kind of snowballs from there. Well, I completely agree. Uh, and all that pretty much goes for all aspects of business yeah. because I've seen a lot of people, I've been through a couple of myself of going in with one foot and one foot out and a hand on someone, a different business and trying to juggle them all out at the same time. And it doesn't yeah. work. Something's yeah. got to fall and something's going to, you know, the quality is not going to be there. That's one thing when I, when I was considering doing this radio show on voice America was will I have time to still put out good quality books? Yeah. Cause that was more of the, of the items that, you know, I find relaxation in doing that and doing, doing, uh, doing author, authorial items. And this was, I'm like, well, let's give it a shot. You know, we had the promos. So honestly, the first part of, of this promo is actually the end of this month, which I actually, they were gracious enough and I haven't really talked about it is I actually renewed the show because I have seen the, the value that it's bringing to people and it oh. did not diminish my quality of my book writing. Oh, that's great. So uh, it's wonderful as I'm taking the content from here, I'm putting it in books and vice versa. So multiple mediums to keep, keep everything moving. So, and what you're saying definitely makes a lot of sense is, you know, invest, invest the time, invest in coaches and, uh, you know, YouTube, YouTube's great to get started with, but it's not the end all be all someone in your position, you know, you learn, you were mentored by somebody in the radio station, you learned the business, you learned how everything generated. And then from there, you, you made it your own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think any sort of business investment can be scary. It's like, am I, am I making the right decision? Is this, is, am I really going to get this money back in the long run for, for this investment? So, you know, and, and as far as, as far as coaches and in the voiceover world, I think one of my first voiceover coaching experiences, I, um, put my faith into this guy that seemed to have a pretty decent reputation as a voiceover coach. Uh, at least it appeared that way. Um, but it did not go so well. Uh, he was, uh, not punctual at all. And, uh, once we dug in, I mean, you get an hour with your coach and this guy spent most of the hour talking about, uh, how great he is and, you know, everything <laughs> he's done. And it's like, dude, I'm paying you like, you know, few dollars a minute here every minute that you're talking you're wasting my time it's like throwing money out the window uh but i learned from that experience you know and the next time around when it came to selecting a coach i 
I worked even harder to do my homework and actually connected with people who have worked with this person and, um, and made sure that that business investment was going to be a wise one. Absolutely. Um, a bad vis- a bad business investment is still an investment as long as you learn from it. It's still a positive out- outcome for it. That, that's, a, that's a really good way to look at it. Absolutely. Because every time someone looks at something and it fails, it's like, oh, it's a failure. It's like, no, it's not really a failure. You, you take that as a learning opportunity to yeah. go to the next one. It's like, okay, well, this doesn't work. Okay, I use this amount of money. Okay, now I'm going to go into the next adventure or the next person with half of that money and expect twice as much out of them yeah, and see if they deliver. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my latest voiceover coach who I worked with um, for most, I've been working with him regularly for most of this year and uh, finally led up to uh, production of my commercial voiceover demo, which I actually just put out to the public today. Oh, really? coincidence yep and uh which was great because now i have the opportunity to tell the world about it on the magnus carter show yes you do you know i feel like i'm doing press for it (laughs) so my new demo it's out now available in stores uh but no i mean that you know between the coaching uh that i've been doing this year and the demo production you know that really amounts to um a significant portion of, um, of my income for the year. But I feel very strongly that that is going to help catapult me into the next level because it, you know, when you start to, when you want to start to take things to the next level, that's when you need a a good demo so that you can start to, uh, you know, talk about representation and things like that. And so that's, that's where I'm at now. So, you've been doing this for a while. You've been doing the radio and whatnot and you're taking it to the next level, but you're not stopping learning that that's, that's intriguing. Yeah. 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 No, I've, you know, maybe that's one, one of the reasons why voiceover has clicked for me uh, since I took it full time is that I've just always been so intrigued by it and so passionate about it and passionate about learning because you know, I'm only limited to how hard I want to work and there's always new things for me to learn. Okay. And it's just, I, I love it. You know, to me, it's uh, not just, not just talking into a microphone. I mean, that's as a voiceover artist, that's great, but that's a small percentage of what you do on a typical day. You know, I kind of consider myself um, more of a marketer than a, than a voiceover artist, because it's really all about spending all that time marketing and then you get the job and then you do it. And not only that is you're actually marketing to the, per, to the, your employer of what they're trying to, to solve. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be the solution. Exactly. To, or uh, the, to their problem. You're actually the voice of the solution, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's, it's, it's been quite the journey, uh, you know, learning and, and, you know, speaking about speaking with you and talking about coming on the show. And the more that I thought about it, the more parallels that I saw between being a solopreneur 
and and the financial world um you know uh hedging your bets uh you know taking risks uh making smart investments in your money and in your time and diversifying i mean there's I, I have a lot in common as the owner of my business with, you know, an, an investor for sure. Okay. Now with you doing this as your sole entrepreneurship is your sole, you know, time, time focus time. Do you find that the more passion you put into your projects, the better they turn out? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Without question. I mean, it's, and, and that's the great thing, you know, the more, sweat equity that I'm willing to, to pour into it, um, the, the better the outcomes are for sure. And, and that is most apparent when it comes to the marketing. Okay. You know, if I, if I um, it's kind of like the auditions. I mean, auditions in a way is marketing. But mm -hmm. then if you also go to say like, you know, sending cold emails uh, to right. uh, various people that work at places that employ voiceover people, um, if I, I'm sending five of those a day. It's going to take a while for me to get traction. But if I'm sending 20 of them a day, then things are going to start to, to pick up a little bit more because, you know, you, you have to understand, you have to think in terms of percentages and, and understand, you, you know, what kind of numbers you need to hit in terms of marketing and auditions to get the result that you're looking for. Wow. That is a very in-depth look at your uh your craft if you will and i thank you for definitely taking the time to, yeah to share that with my listeners that are looking to you know pick a narrator or pick a solution or even a you know a side hustle as we're saying here of actually looking into being a voice person a voiceover person artist I'll tell you what, real quick for, for anyone that's thinking about becoming a voiceover artist. One of the things that I was concerned about was that I'm sure there are so many people that are trying voiceover right now. There's going to be a lot of competition. Is there enough work? Let me tell you, there is plenty of voiceover work out there. You know? and, and I wouldn't be saying this if I was concerned about competition or whatever, but no, there's there's lots of demand for voiceover out there. You just have to be willing to put in the work to go get it because it's not just going to, it's not going to fall in your lap. Well, we're going to make that a little easier for you right now is can you tell us how we can actually acquire your services? If we are looking into needing a voiceover artist, this is amazing. This is, we've come to the, the time for the plugs. I kind of feel like yes. I'm on the tonight show and it's time to promote <laughs> my product. Absolutely. Wrap up. Uh, and my product is my voiceover. Uh, my website <laughs> is ajduquette.com with a K. Uh, you probably see my name somewhere on there or you're watching or listening. But yeah, that's my website. You can hear my demos and you can see some of the projects I've worked on. And, you know, even if you just want to reach out to me and be like, hey, I heard you on the Magnus Carter show and I'm interested in exploring a career. I'll tell you what I answer any questions you want to know if you just want to connect i'm on all social medias linkedin instagram twitter tiktok yeah. you know all <laughs> of it yeah i'm there find me let's chat absolutely aj i can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be on here on the oh, show i'm not busy me. i'm not busy <laughs> thank you for taking the time by the way out of your vacation i see you're you're 
Are you in Bermuda? That looks- no, that was actually the Bahamas. But oh, the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, that's Bahamas from a prior show. So we're actually okay. doing well. Nice. Uh, but I would like to thank all my listeners for tuning in. Uh, this week is been a great way to look at narration and audio uh, performing arts, if you will. Also, uh, next week, I know I don't have a show up there yet, but next week is for all of our gearheads out there. And by that, I mean, we're going to talk about how car collection and cars in general will help make you money, make more money for you. I want to thank you for tuning in Uh, next week. I will have another special guest and AJ, I can't appreciate your time enough. Magnus, it, it was the pleasure is all mine. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, get out there, enjoy the weather, and also try something different this week. Step out of your comfort comfort zone for one second. See how you like it. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.